Good evening and welcome to the NFL Draft. Tonight, we officially welcome the next generation of players. So if you're ready, are you ready? Let's get it started. The NFL Draft is officially open. I am Trevor Sikkima. With me is Benjamin Solak on a mock draft Monday. Get your week started off right. I am going to go out on a little bit of a limb here and say that this is probably going to be one of the most stressful exercises we do of the season. I'm very interested to see if Ben agrees with me. Apparently, he does not. Have a plan. Have a whole plan. Got strategies. Prepared for anything. Will not be... Uh, confounded, bamboozled. Listen, man, I've got a plan too. I've got a big board. I've got everything set up. And it's still going to absolutely hit the fan, and you know it. I'm already doubting what I want to (laughs) do. Today, on this episode of the podcast, we have a very, very fun exercise. We did this again. This is a reoccurring one that we did last year. Big success. Had a lot of fun doing it. You guys had a lot of fun listening to it from all the responses that we got. And so we are drafting. Back and forth, snake draft style, the best under 25 years old team that we possibly can in the NFL. Now, the rules are you just have to be under 25 by the start of the 2021 season. So some of these players will turn 25 once the season is underway, but when the season kicks off, regular season week Mm -hmm. one, which is, I believe, September 9th, they have to be under 25 by September 9th. Ben, in your research, was there somebody who cut it who was cutting it really really close that you were that you just wished was a couple of days later? Yes, but I don't want to name him cuz I want you to draft him and then I want to yell at you. Okay, well mine is Derwin James. Yeah, Derwin's one of the big ones. Der- Derwin ter- Derwin turns 25 August 3rd. So he turns 25 just a month before the season begins. And I wished so badly that he was still on this list because obviously he's a fan favorite for everybody. Uh, listeners of my Monday show with Nate last week or two weeks ago will know uh, one of the players that I'm talking about. But that's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. Well, you're saying that you can't draft them, right? Yes. But I want you to – I want – I'm I, – if you actually do you draft think, them, do you, do you think you. do you really think that I'm going to draft them? Probably not. Okay. All right. It's so the way way. the way that we have well, I guess if I do, then you will, you know, yeah. get your reward. You'll be able to yell at me and ridicule me on my own podcast. The way that we have this set up is roster wise. One quarterback spot, one running back spot, two wide receivers, one tight end, one flex, so it could be a, a second tight end, a second running back or a third wide receiver. Two offensive tackles, three interior offensive linemen, two interior defensive linemen, two edge rushers, two linebackers, a nickel defender, whether you want to call it a linebacker, a defensive back, whatever, two corners, and then two safeties. So that's the way we got it set up. Classic lockdown NFL draft setup. Classic. All right, Ben. As much flex as we can allow ourselves. You said... That you have a strategy in place. You've mm-hmm. got your big board available. So which one are you going to pick? Are you going to go first or second? I can do either. I have a plan for both. Second, Chief. Um, wow. You, do you have a way you'd like to go? Do you have a, If you'd like to pick first, like to pick second? 
I would like to pick. Yeah, it sucks, doesn't it? I'd like Aaron to pick first. I'd like I'd like to pick first. Then you can do that. Okay. I'm picking Lamar Jackson. Yep, that's the correct first. <laughs> have to do. You have to do it. There's no other direction that he could have gone. I. Like the Madden draft fan in me was like, ooh, I'm going to let Ben get Lamar Jackson. And then I could go back to back here and then he'll do this and then I'm going to do this. And I'm like, yeah. And then like my team's going to be solid. And then I got to the end of my thought and I went, yeah, but he has Lamar Jackson. So I, I think that when you have the quarterbacks that you could choose from and I'm not sure who Ben is going to take, but there's plenty of younger quarterbacks. There's Joe Burrow, there's Justin Herbert, there's Kyler Murray. There's a lot of guys who are under 25 to believe in, but none of them are even close to the accolades, the success, the domination that that Lamar Jackson has had when he is on. He's already won an MVP. He's led his team to a 14-win regular season. I mean, just it, it's not even close. Even though there are some names to really like who are under 25, Mm-hmm. None of them are. Lamar. None of them are proven the way that right. Lamar is. So I, I've got to go with Lamar Jackson here to start this draft. Yeah. Worth noting, uh, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield from that draft class, both of them good players. Josh, obviously, a really good player, coming over twenty five this year. Us, they're breaking that. Sam Donald would be under, but and then everybody else's right later classes. Right, right, right. All right. So then, yeah, uh, that would have been my first overall pick by a mile. Uh, best quarterback clearly there under twenty five. So I'm I'm starting from behind, but that's okay. Uh. I'm double dipping. Do you have a position that you think I'm going to be double dipping at? I, look, I'm 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 going to put. You don't on, have to admit it. Just do you. Well, I'm gonna. I, okay. Yes, I do. Th- I, yeah, I do think that there's an area where you're going to double dip. All right. I'm going at corner. Uh, there is a a dearth. Oh man. There is a dearth of established <laughs> dearth. It's a great word. Established, <laughs> clearly good, under twenty five corners, and that's because Marlon Humphrey. Is turning 25 and Marshawn right. Lattimore is turning 25. So you right. lose some of those players and then you're just going to rookies and some second years. And as we often talk about, it's very hard for those players to be very good, very early to lock that in place. And so I'm taking Jair Alexander and Carlton Davis, who are two of the comfortably best, probably the only two very clearly, definitely good corners under 25 carlton davis will turn 25 this season his birthday is december 31st which is kind of cool uh it's new year's eve and then jerry alexander is yet to turn uh 20 has turned 24 so he's not even approaching 25 uh still are some other good options still are players that i would consider taking uh, you know and, and not be broken up about it same with corner or same with quarterback excuse me but mm-hmm. jerry and carlton are clearly the two top guys and now they're both on my squad i thought that it was going to be one of two positions and you did not select the position that I thought you were going to. The one you were worried about? Uh, I wouldn't say that I'm worried about it because it's 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 in a similar light to corner. And so like when we get to this, you're gonna know you're gonna know what I'm talking about. I'm not gonna okay. double I'm not gonna double dip, but I am now gonna we're... pick one of those positions here. But corner is the other one. As I'm making my big board, of course, not only do you want to go for talent, you have to look at scarcity. You have to look at, okay, if I don't get these players at the top. Because it's a it's a compact list. You're saying that you can't draft guys over 25. So you're, you're, you're shortening the pool anyways. You have to be able to say, if I don't get these guys at the top, who will I have to pick after that? And, and corner was definitely one of the a couple of positions that um, were really scarce. One of the positions that I thought was close to corner is edge. And I think that edge is a little bit deeper than corner. 
But I think at the very top, it's a it's a it's a very clear Nick Bosa has to be the number one overall selection when you're talking about edge rushers. There's a handful of guys to like after that, which is why I'm not going to double dip at edge. But I wanted to at least make sure that I got Nick Bosa, and then the other player that I wanted to get is linebacker Fred Warner, his teammate in San Francisco. I, I think that these are the t- the clear top two of their position. It's not as cut and dry it's not like wow I better jump on all the linebacker spots because there's nobody there and and I'm not going to be able to pick anybody after that but these are two of the very clear cut guys at these positions that I think mean a lot so uh as much as I do like to double dip as much as I have such a satisfaction checking off like a position entirely like you just did with corner I've got to control myself a little bit and I'm going to go with Nick Bosa and Fred Warner Guess what? I haven't uh, actually finished checking off corner yet because I'm immediately filling my nickel spot with Denzel Ward. Oh, I figured you would go. I figured under go. 25 corner, and yeah. I was positive, and I was very careful of what I said in the Jair Carlton Davis section because I didn't want to say there's three top corners, and you could take because I wanted to see if you'd leave me Denzel Ward, and you did. Uh, so I'm gonna completely kneecap your ability to get cover people. Uh, Denzel Ward, who's going to turn 25 in this upcoming season is the uh or excuse me he's only going to turn 24 uh, you know he is 24 he's going to turn 20, 25 after this season so he's yeah. going to play 24 thank right. you right um yeah so it's my nickel spot but number one denzel ward can play he's 510 jair is also a little bit smaller so that's okay uh and number two it's just a matter of if i get him on my team now my coverage guys are unbelievable and you're in a really tricky spot with corner uh which obviously i'm drafting against you and so i'm here to uh i think i will cause problems on purpose that little <laughs> meme which i love so very much. Um, the uh, other guy that was at the top of my board immediately that I want to make sure I get is Eric McCoy. Uh, it was the center oh, for the Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. uh, we have three interior offensive line spots. You can get a little bit creative. But really, in my opinion, there's only one clear center mm-hmm. uh, who's got the under 25 qualification, who has the starts and has everything Frank Rang now has turned 25. And so that player is Eric McCoy, one of the top interior offensive linemen. He obviously has some guard flexibility as well. But like I said, for this exercise, I think we're going to struggle to find centers. So I wanted to get McCoy on my interior offensive line. Usually when we do these exercises, I always end up pretty early on the offensive line, but I just don't, it's very hard to get really talented players at a super young age. Uh, And so I, I felt the need to get one of them early. Yeah, it's there's good. I think there's going to be a lot of give and take with this draft, and I I think that we are at the point right now, especially with my next two selections, where I know for a fact if I pick these next two guys, then you are you have the potential to really dominate me at another position, which is just <sighs> that's the respect. That's the respect I have for. I got to tip my cap. I got here. You got to find a strat and roll with it. I know. I know. I'm going to go with safety, and I'm going to do a similar thing to what you did at corner. I think there are a couple of safety options that you could like, that you could be happy with, and I think that there are a couple of corners that I, I'm, I'm going to be happy with getting on my team, but I'm going to pick Minka Fitzpatrick and Jesse Bates here because these are, I think, the clear top two best safeties that you could get under the age of 25, now that Derwin James is not there. So, again, when I'm making this list, there are safeties that I like, that I'm okay with. I can't name them. Okay, I guess I can't name them because you already selected your third defense back spot and you have two corners. Wait, wait, no, I don't want to help you. I can't help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I'm just going to say that I'm going with Mika Fitzpatrick and Jesse Bates. Now, these are two guys ah, who... You give me Jesse Bates. I'm mad at you. Uh, I, I, I think that these are two guys who, obviously, they are known for how they play over the top. They're known for how they play uh, that, that cover one, that single high. That's where they make their impact with great range and, and ball skills, takeaway ability in coverage. But these are so... these. Two guys, I think, are so talented, they have the ability to really play up if they wanted to. And so with those two guys back there, I'd be really happy about that. I think these are two of the best young safeties in the game. Right. Now, we're playing these teams head-to-head, right? So it's... Um... Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, like, we're we're trying to form the best teams we can, but... Okay, no, this for... is important because you have Lamar. Am I trying to form the best team I can or am I trying to beat your team? I think you're trying to form the best team you can, okay. but That's we fine. can, but we can say like, if we're face, like at the end of the podcast, we can go through the rosters and say like, if we face off, who's, you know, who's going to be victorious. Right. Yeah. But if it's just best team we can, then I don't have to build specifically around the idea of having no. to stop QB run with Lamar. No, uh, you, which, you don't have to. I, if you want to, yeah, as you, as you fill out your defense, if you want to get into, oh, I maybe would have chosen this guy to maybe better defend Lamar. You could do that, but I, right. I don't think you have to do that. I, I don't think that's really the point of the exercise. Okay, I, yeah, I'm going to then, I'm going to use this turn to protect myself from getting Denzel awarded, uh, and pr- pr- protect myself from getting sniped. <laughs> okay. Nah, Denzel, just, you have your- Denzel awarded, that's the new verb. Yeah, right. Uh, I just, just, just cause obviously you've, you've invested now in every, you've invested in edge linebacker and safety and I've invested exclusively in corner and I don't want my, my secondary to get too bottomed out. And so, um, Agreeing with you that edge is a weak point. It's one of the highlighted positions that I have. I'm taking Chase Young. Nice. Uh, okay. Yeah, which, right, a little bit younger, a little bit of a uh, of a bigger swing at the plate than, than Nick Bosa. Obviously, Bosa's coming off the injury. Um, but you still expect Young to be a high sack player because even though he wasn't super highly productive in year one, the film's unbelievable. The polish plus the physicality is just stupid. Um, <laughs> and then... And then... Uh, I'm gonna take a. Uh... Wow, folks! He said he had I'm a strategy. A linebacker. He said no, he had no, a strategy. No, 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 no. no we, he's we're chilling. <laughs> um, one of my longtime favorites, uh, who it's absurd that he's just 23, uh, is Tremaine Edmonds, the linebacker out of Buffalo. Yeah, uh, he's. You know, Devin White's also on this board. He's also 23, and he gets all the pub. And Tremaine Edmonds is also huge, is also fast, has more experience, and is better in coverage. Uh, nobody wants it to. He's, he's, he doesn't have as many splash plays. He doesn't get blitzed as much. And I understand that what White does as a blitzer is probably a lot better than what Edmonds does as a blitzer. And sacks are high-impact plays. And so I get why the discourse is where it is. But I think snap-to-snap basis, I prefer Edmonds over White. Uh, and so I'm taking Tremaine Edmonds to fill my linebacker one spot. Oh. <sighs> I just, I just, I just, I just saw that somebody's actually twenty four and not twenty five. Oh man. Okay. It, this might, this might change things for me. All right. So you went Chase Young. You went Tremaine Edmonds. I'm still. I. I think Figure I know. It out. I think I know who you're going to pick next go around. You don't. And, no, no, no. I, I think I do. And if you say this name, I'm gonna yell. Got it. Okay. Okay. But if you don't, then obviously that's the only time you're going to hear this in the podcast. Okay. I'm intrigued. I'm gonna. Oh man, I'm going. I'm going far away from my strategy if I do this. Do it. But do I got. I, I got. I got to do it. 
I'm double dipping again. I'm going back to back. We're two scooping it. We're two scooping it on the interior defensive line. I'm going Quinn and Williams. I'm going Jeffrey Simmons. I got to do it. I got to I got to go boom boom right here because it this is very similar to safety, very similar to linebacker. It's like, okay, if I if I don't get the guys at the top, I'm okay with it, but I really want to be able to stare at both of these names on my roster sheet knowing that I got both of them. So I'm going with Quinn and Williams and I'm going with Jeffrey Simmons. There are a couple of other players that are in this category that you like. Not to this caliber. Not to what Quinn Williams was able to do. Not for how versatile Jeffrey Simmons is because as good as the, that dude is, he can play so many different spots in the, on, on the defensive line. You, if, you know, if we're, if we're lining up and we're playing a game, I've got Nick Bosa, I've got Jeffrey Simmons, I've got Quinn Williams. I mean, that's already a nightmare there. And I'm fully okay with the second edge rusher I'm going to get, no matter who you select as your second edge rusher. So I'm building quite the defensive line here. Very happy with my defense as it's shaping up. I got Lamar and now I'm stacking the D here. I walked into this exercise planning on letting you take in, interior defensive line first. All right, uh, that's yeah, that's that's what you got. That you got to you got to have the give and take. Yeah, so it's, it's it got to be it, somewhere. Like, it was a position where I felt the depth was enough that I was okay missing out on the top. Okay. Uh, All right, and so yeah, so I'm glad the earlier you make those picks, the better for me. Obviously, not just waiting on it. Um, and so I'm fine with that. Okay, I'm yes. definitely taking X. And I just need to figure out who my Y pick is. Uh, when you say X and Y, do you mean wide receivers? No. <laughs> y would be tight end, but I like that. That's oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brian Burns, my first pick. No, all right. Uh, there it is. Okay. Okay. Was, was that got it or no? That was not got it, uh, but I knew it was coming at some point. Yeah, so uh, Young is 22, Brian Burns is 23 in this upcoming season, so I'm I'm ridiculously young at edge as well, but I'll be able to draft both these guys next year, which is really exciting. Uh, good blending of traits here in terms of Chase Young with the size, the physicality, they'd be able to play in tight spaces. Then Brian Burns is your unbelievable speed rusher. He can drop for you uh, if you're zone blitzing and, and, and stuff like that. I think edge is really thin. Uh, was, was okay if I was going to get my fourth guy. And not my third guy, but I did have Brian Burns ranked comfortably above the number four player uh, on my edge board. And so I do think he's worth the prioritization there because I've got a bunch of, of of kind of speed ties across the board. I'm going to take uh, <laughs> Michael Onwenu. To play oh, man, that wasn't the got it, but I really wanted him. Yeah, suck it. Oh, uh, shoot. Again, a, a player, like, I'm, I'm playing Eric McCoy at center. He could play guard if I needed him to. Michael Leonard could play tackle if I needed him to. But um, right now, I, I've got my pick litter on the offensive line because you haven't made a pick there yet. So, yeah, I want to take on Wenu. Don't love the interior offensive line depth. So I referenced with Eric McCoy. Really loving Wenu's first year with the Patriots and love the versatility, right? And so now I have multiple guys who can move around in the event of injury, which is always important for me on my offensive line. Bet online. Trevor is- has not yet made an offensive selection after Lamar Jackson. I no. hope everybody knows. Trevor has has six defensive players and one offensive player. I have six defensive players and two offensive players. What we I- have been we have been racing each other on defense so far. It's because the there's there's more to choose from. There's so on the offensive much line depth exactly. So it's just there's there's yeah. Yeah, so we're we're getting to offense. Don't worry about it. Bet online is the fast and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. You can get all the latest news, the odds, the info, all the sporting news that you need, including MLB, NBA, NHL, of course, all the UFC and MMA action on the weekends as well. You don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore and just watch these events. This is your chance to really get in the game. 
as teams start to prepare for their deep playoff runs, get into the regular season, you could win some cash as you know what you think is going to happen. Head over to the website, use your mobile device today to sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit if you use the promo code LOCKED ON. Everybody likes free money, right? Ben, do you like free money? I like free money. Do you? Big fan, big fan. Okay, all right. So, I mean, we're two for two on this podcast. Maybe you guys will enjoy free money too. If you use the promo code LOCKED ON, you're going to get yourself some free money to gamble with. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Maybe Ben and I will start picking more offense. Who knows? In order to find out, you got to tune in after the break. Okay. Michael and Wainu was your last pick. And that would have been my next pick here. Suck it. Yeah. Man. So you got corner. I don't need that anymore. Could do interior offensive line. Is there anybody that I'm missing here? Because I had McCoy. I had Wainu. I guess for one of my selections, I'm going to go with Chris Lindstrom, the guard, because we're getting we're getting super thin here after McCoy and I'm waiting we're off the board. So I'm at least going to make sure that I get Chris Lindstrom, so I'm going to pick him. And then I'm going to pick Saquon Barkley. I'm going to pick Saquon. Wow! Uh, I, I was doing a lot of research here, and... There are a lot of people that kind of like put out the under 25 list and everything like that. And there's a lot of people who, shoot, I saw a couple of lists that like didn't even have Saquon on it. And it's like, guys, fellas, it's, it's Saquon freaking Barkley. Like, okay, I know he's been hurt the last couple of years, but don't act like he's not the most talented running back in the league under 25. I mean, that's just absolutely ridiculous. So I'm fully comfortable with it. I, I didn't know how early Saquon Barkley would go. I didn't think I had to have him on my team, but here we're in a situation where Man, I really wanted him, Wayno. You got him from me. I really wanted Eric McCoy. You got him from me as well. I'm going to make sure I get an offensive line pick, an interior offensive line pick, because that's the important part here. And then I'm going to go with Saquon Barkley, because I think at the end of the day, when we look at these rosters on paper, I'm going to be a lot happier with the offensive weapon that I've got in the backfield with Lamar Jackson, with it being Barkley, than it would be another player at that position. So there you go. I was positive McCaffrey was under 25, and he wasn't. It broke my little heart. Right, right, uh, right. Because with McCaffrey and Saquon, then you can just sit on running back and do whatever you want. Correct. Uh, without McCaffrey, then yeah, Saquon did become a little bit of like a, all right, maybe it's a luxury pick, but if I can get him, I'm going to go get him. Right. Uh, so I respect you going to get him. All right. Uh, Chris Lindstrom, first pick you've made that just hasn't even been on my board, hasn't I, even been on my sheet. I had to get a guy that I was at least, I had some faith in, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Interior offensive line gets rough. Yeah, I think I might freeze you out with another pick as well. Okay. All right. You know, playing on playing me. Let look, okay. I listen, I I have I have no choice but to respect it. Okay. I'm taking uh <laughs> the problem is <laughs> If you had, I have two guys that I want that I'm comfortable taking on the offensive line or no, I just take the other on the offensive line or no, on the interior offensive line. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not naming them. I'm not letting you know. Oh, who are they? (laughs) I'm going to take Ezra Cleveland, uh, (laughs) guard from, uh, whatever it's called, Minnesota, Minnesota which a guy, another guy who might play tackle. Uh, given the way that the uh, the Minnesota offensive line is looking, but was a really really good guard for them as a rookie. He's got a high caliber movement skills, which right now I'm a little bit heavy 
Uh, and so it's nice to get a guy who I think is fleet of foot. So that rounds out my interior. And then I'm I'm taking Tristan Wirfs. I'm taking Tristan Wirfs to play. That's fine. Uh, That's fine. My tackle. That's yeah. Fine. I uh, there's a lot of really good tackles. Yep. I have not seen a rookie season like Wirfs in a, in quite some time. He's very very good. very very special player in my opinion. Puts him in a in a blue chip upper echelon elite tier, which is you know I I try to be specific with how I use the word elite, and I think he's an elite tier in terms of what he's done as a young player. So. I would like him on my football team. Maybe not the smartest position to go after, but I want him on the team. All right, I'm stalling a little bit here to do a little bit of extra research. Ben, start juggling. Do some. Do can you can you juggle? Yeah. Can you entertain the people by juggling? I can. I haven't juggled in quite some time, but I used to do it. Can you actually? At, can you actually juggle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to do it at camp all the time. Uh. Because we would, they would have these giant bowls of clementines, right? And like oranges for snacks and healthy snacks and whatever. And I would just take them and juggle them during what was called Gimme Shop, which is like just like a time for like all the kids to get a snack and hang out and like what's, the entire what, group. What's the max lunch. number of things that you can juggle? I can do three with two hands. I can also do two with one hand. So like three, but two with one hand is harder. I have no idea. I've isn't, never isn't, even tried. Isn't, isn't two with one hand just like tossing things up in the air? Yes, but but I I, I I actually just realized that now that that comes out of my mouth, that's that's literally what juggling is. So I don't. Yeah, know it's that. also what throwing is, right? Throwing and catching <laughs> is just tossing things and catching them. It's just the number of things constitutes juggling. We need more things than hands. Three, it's like easier, like get like a rhythm, get like a like a just like kind of a flow going. With two and one, like the second you mess up a throw a little bit, you have to you have to correct it with the same hand, and so it's a lot more difficult to like recover from a mistake you, you you're not like you know there's no there's less like synchronicity in terms of what you're doing two is one is tough it requires more concentration synchronicity um, i don't know what the correct word for it is i don't know like when you do three with two it's just like this cyclical sinusoidal motion that just kind of vibes sinusoidal yes these are words that mean things will you pick a player uh yeah sure okay i'm gonna go with time for you and then make fun of my story uh i'm gonna go with aj brown and justin jefferson those are my two selections Mm. it begins the wide receiver run begins i didn't know when we would get here i wondered if this was i I wondered if the wide receiver portion of this would be like you took aj brown and j jeff yes i did yeah correct copy that brother Okay, you almost you almost had me panicking into making an interior offensive line pick that I didn't want to make, but you already rounded out interior offensive line, so yeah, that was so great you, for me. You can wait on it, but I wanted to to starve you out of Cleveland. Okay, um, starve you out of Cleveland. Yeah, just straight out of a story North, about the a story about the Cleveland Browns, Northern Ohio. Just get out. Okay, uh, surprise, surprise. Yep, I'm taking wide receiver. Wow, big shock, <laughs> big shock. How does it feel, how does it feel to be in second place when it comes to wide receivers? Uh, I got DK Metcalf, so I'm not in second place. Okay, all right. Fair. It's fair. Big fair. Now, do I feel like I need to chase here, or can I wait? Mm, this is a good question. Because you can just go and take a third wide receiver if you want. This is true. I can. Yeah. I can, I can do this. I'm on my back foot now here a little bit. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, no, no. I see you. All right, now you're, you're, you're completely panicking. No, I'm chilling, but I appreciate your uh, your concern. No, I, I can see it. I can hear in your voice. I'll take CeeDee Lamb. 
Oh, I was not going to pick CeeDee Lamb, but okay. I'm not going to take CeeDee? No, no, no. Who are you? No, I wasn't going to take CeeDee. It's oh, a dang shame. <laughs> that's a dang shame for me or for you. You got him. Uh, that's, that's just a dang shame. I, I I thought I needed to secure that guy. I would have assumed he was next on your board. So you know, it's, a, it's a mistake by me. But also, I'm I'm very surprised that there are other players you'd have ranked above CD here. I, I was thinking about this the other day. How much I really, really like CD Lamb and how different my view of him might be if he were on a different team. Like, if, if, if I knew that CD was going to get more targets than maybe he is going to in an offense that's already stacked with a lot of wide receiver options... Mm-hmm. I feel like we'd be, we would generally be talking about CD Lamb as like a, yeah. the next like takeover kind of wide receiver. So I actually, I, yeah, I was I was just talking about this on the Mina Kari Show featuring Lenny on ESPN, son. <laughs> um, and, uh, now because we, we were doing NFC's preview, and like when they lost Blake Jarwin to injury, instead of replacing his like seam routes and his bender routes with another tight end because they have Dalton Schultz, he can't really do that. Mm-hmm. They did it with CD. And mm-hmm. so CD's running these just like whole shot cover two routes that you don't typically see from a slot. And he's doing them well. And like, he's productive with Jarwin back. He's going to start to run a lot more traditional slot stuff. IMO, which means high yak and high volume. And I think he's going to uh, bump up a little bit. I hope so. Dude's hella talented. He's I'd, a man. I, I'd love to see as much from him as possible. All right, I'm doing. I found another name. Okay. That's uh, that's not the that's that, that doesn't work. That name doesn't work. I just checked his age, saw the birth certificate. Oh my goodness! You're out here. So I've got Trevor scrambling. Uh, DJ DJ Moore is one of my picks. You had more rank above Lamb. You're dumb. What? <laughs> Excuse me. DJ, what? DJ Moore is good. We, I, I, I have, I have an inkling that the last time we argued about DJ Moore was this exercise last year. I don't understand. How, DJ how is Moore, it like? How, how is DJ Moore garnering this reaction? He's got back. DJ, he's got back to back thousand yard seasons. Yes, he's he's like who's been his CD, who's been his quarterback, Ben? It's like if CD was two years older. Are you are you serious? DJ Moore's rookie season: eighty-two targets, fifty-five receptions, seven hundred eighty-eight yards, two touchdowns. CD Lamb's rookie season: one hundred eleven targets, seventy-four receptions, nine hundred thirty-five yards, five touchdowns. So take DJ Moore, make him better, how, and you get how, how is he how is he better? You're just taking him from a rookie season. I'm saying CD outperformed DJ as a rookie. Okay, you have two. You have two. Extra it's a rookie years of- season. Yeah, right. But what I'm saying is I just got a player who is younger and on a better arc than DJ Moore is. If you want to argue to me that DJ Moore is like better right now in this instant, maybe. But I don't think he's going to be in a year or two years. I think CD's going to be clearly better. I just can't believe the slander here. I don't think DJ Moore. I had DJ Moore on my board. I don't think he's a he's a bad pick. I'm just very surprised you would have him right below Lamb. Lamb was 65 yards away from a 1,000-yard receiving season this year with Gary Gilbert, Ben DiNucci, and Andy Dalton throwing him the football. DJ Moore Moore has back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons with who throwing him the football? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. And who was their quarterback two years ago? Wasn't it Cam? Right? It was like Cam and then Kyle Allen and then— throwing him the football. He had Cam for like two games. He was hurt and he stunk. Kyle Allen too, right? Yeah. I'm not—okay. Will Greer? 
I don't know. Did, did Will Greer throw a pass? I don't know. Will Greer is <laughs> just stunned that Will Greer is even mentioned. I don't know. Yeah, he did play a game. Uh, I didn't think we were going to get a Will Greer mention here on this podcast. I really didn't. Okay. I I would like to pose this question to the people. If you had to draft a receiver to, is it like win a game right now or win a game over the next like year? Win one rep, one throw. One. Right. No, I uh, I I mean, and, and like even if you frame it like, which young receiver would you rather have on your team right now? I think that's a fair framing. Okay. All right. All right, I'm I'm putting a poll to it, and we're gonna see what 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 the stats are at by the end of the episode. I don't. Mm. No, I mean I think you're gonna win. Oh, how interesting! I think you're gonna win that. I just I just I I would I was more taken back by the disdain for DJ Moore. Like he hasn't been a consistently really good wide receiver who's coming off the best year yet of his career with Teddy Bridgewater throwing in the ball. No, he's got Sam Donald throwing him the ball now, so uphill battle remains for DJ Moore. Okay, that's fair. He get yeah, CD gets Dak, Dak Prescott. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. My uh, second selection, I'm going with Kyle Pitts for tight end. I'm stunned. I know it what? hurts. Wh- why? Yeah, I don't have Pitts on my board because Ky- Kyle Pitts is clearly going to be the best tight end out of the guys who are left. No. I, you're look. You're gonna pick Noah Fant because you were on the Mina Kimes show with Mina Kimes and featuring Lenny, and you guys talked about Noah Fant because I saw it on the timeline. And you're gonna and, and you're gonna and you're gonna analyze and you're gonna analyze something about like oh well if you look at more if you look at if you if look at Noah Fant's stats if you look at like oh yo he went to he went to Missouri and you know he's just just running up the field big and tall they just don't make him like he is. Maybe they don't. He's a very good athlete. <laughs> no, I know I like Noah Fant as well, but Kyle Pitts is like clearly. The guy that you would th- do not th- do not tell me do not tell me somebody who just made this argument for CD Lamb do not sit there in your Staples desk chair. What that you would take the desk chair you got from Staples that you would take Noah Fant over Kyle Pitts right now? Don't tell me that. I haven't seen Kyle Pitts play a football game, Trevor. Oh come on, dude! What are we talking about? Come right on, now? dude! Trevor, it you is haven't fu- seen him play. Right? It is funny how... What do you mean I didn't see him play? I, I saw him dominate college football in a way that no other tight end has ever done, ever. busts. What? I said, what if he busts? You know that thing then he'd be, that- Then he'd be Noah Fant. That- oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> you know that thing that, like, extremely high-caliber athletes... <laughs> ag- <laughs> Uh, drafted a player's never taken a snap all oh, b kyle pitts's floor is what noah fan has already been in the league tell me i'm wrong dumb tell me i'm all right wrong. tell me i'm wrong you're wrong and we're fighting okay <laughs> so i don't need to take a wide receiver anymore i don't need to take a tight end anymore don't need to take a running back don't need to take a quarterback you have filled out all of those spots yeah uh we're basically drafting spot- we're basically drafting for pinks at this point the only spots where, where we both have an open slot is offensive tackle. Yep. Uh, linebacker. Yeah. And safety. Uh, and technically, I don't have. Well, there's two. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess. Te- yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're you right, can't right. make a third. Uh, technically, you have two potential linebacker spots open because you have your flex spot, which remains open. So, 
I'm going to uh, swing it on back to defense right okay. quick. Okay. And I'm going to take Roquan Smith. Got it! Yep. Uh, when you realized his, when when you realized someone's age, it was right after I had taken Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah. And I was talking about Devin White, and I thought to myself, he just figured out Roquan Smith's under 25. So uh, not only did you get it, who I was going to pick, I also f- thought I knew who it was that you were going to take. Um, and I was really worried you were going to take Roquan and make me take Devin White, and then have to say nice things about Devin White when I'm constantly trying to douse the fire on Devin White. So I'll take Roquan. Uh, the two top linebackers in the 2018 class, Roquan had a really, really good season. I thought Roquan was a little bit overrated coming into this year. He had a really, really great year. He's running out very nicely. Uh, so Roquan and Tremaine, very happy to have that duo. And then I'm going to take my first safety, uh, and I'm going to grab Jeremy Chin. Uh, safety for Carolina. I want the size-speed combo. I want the ability to come down and play in the box, play linebacker combo. I know I'm not I, – I, when I asked the question about am I matching Lamar Jackson – it, it, that question was going to decide how early I went safety and linebacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I was matching Lamar, then I really needed to prioritize. I was going to take Devin White and Roquan Smith for the speed. I was going to make sure I got Jeremy Chin because uh, I need those players to deal with him. Not the case here, but I, I still want what Jeremy Chin's been as a young player. I still want what he's been in, in terms of the versatility, the explosiveness, and I think he can play. Excuse me, I think he can play single high as well. All right, before we get to my next two picks, got to remind the people out there that Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bars on planet Earth. They've got nine delicious flavors, and that doesn't even it, that doesn't even count their limited-time flavors, which come, I believe, every single month. There's something new that they're bringing out to the website. That's why you go to got to go check in at BuiltBar.com. Make sure you're not missing out on any of these good flavors. Best part about these bars, though, is not only do they taste good, great for your diet, low in calories, low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber, Basically everything that you could ever want as a little extra snack in your diet. Go to BuiltBar.com, use that promo code LOCKED15, that's LOCKED and then 1-5, and you're going to get 15% off your first order. And it could be it could be one box, it could be one bar, I don't actually, I don't, I don't think you could do one bar. Boxes? It could be two boxes. It could be. Could even be three, three, four, five, doesn't matter. Six hell, boxes? Son, hell, son, you'd be fit, six. Little towel, little towel, nights for you there. Use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off of, of the uh, best protein bars that you're ever going to find. Also got to remind you guys that Rock Auto is a family-owned business serving auto parts to customers online for over 20 years. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models out there, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to have in stock all the parts you need. So why would you go wait in line just for them to hear what you need and order it on the computer. You can do that yourself. You can save time and money when you use rockauto.com. Plus, their price is very reliably low. You could be spending up to 30, 50, 100% more for the same parts. If you go through somebody, you could just do it yourself. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts that they have available for your car or truck. And if you do that, please write Locked On NFL Draft in their little How Did You Hear About Us box. So they know that we sent you their way. That would really help us out here on this podcast. They got an amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the car parts you were ever going to need over at rockauto.com. All right, we don't have any conflicting positions anymore, correct? I guess technically it could be a safety for me, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take a safety because I don't think you're going to snipe the guy that... Actually, yeah, I I, I will. Whatever. Uh, I'm going to take Chauncey Garner-Johnson as my nickel defender. Good pick. 
Uh, I think that that's he he's is he technically listed as a safety? He has been listed as everything in the entire world. I I'm very I, I I'm totally cool with you calling him a safety. Totally cool with you calling him a corner. Well, the, that's it, kind of just it, it doesn't really matter to me because he's going to fill my nickel spot. I, the reason why I asked is because I wondered, would you have drafted him as a safety just to make sure that I really didn't? I was really scrouching the bottom of the barrel for a corner. I just didn't know. If you're right, really, that's a good point. I didn't, I didn't even think about that, but okay. that would have been funny. So, so, so you weren't going to do that. And then uh, since you picked Roquan Smith, I I thought about it in my mind. I was like, who am I going to go with? Am I going to go with Devin White? Am I going to go with Roquan Smith? And then I said to myself, I can't not pick Devin White, so I'm just going to wait as long as possible for Ben to pick Roquan Smith because I know he's going to pick him because that's your boy. And I'm going to pick that's Devin hold on. White. Hold on. We, uh, we, we get... We get a similar feel here with Devin White and Fred Warner that we get with Devin White and Levante David. Levante David, the much better linebacker in coverage, and he is so good, so rangy, so smart that it frees up Devin White to do what he does best, which isn't dropping back in coverage often. It's just attacking the line scrimmage. So I actually really like this dynamic duo of linebackers. If I didn't have Fred Warner, I might be a little bit more worried about picking Devin White, but I like this this linebacker duo now. So Chauncey Garner-Johnson and Devin White are my two picks. Uh, poll update, 67% C.D. Lamb, 33% uh, D.J. Moore. Suck it. Wow, I need, uh, uh, I need Panthers fans to get in on this. Second update is we, 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 we still have—I have an open position at tackle, and you haven't drafted a tackle, so oh, we do have a position that still overlaps. That's, that's true. That's true. Yes. Yes. Ergo— I'm not worried about that. A tackle here. Okay. You not worried about it? No, I'm not. Okay, well, I was going to take Jedrick Wills because I like him better, but I know you like Makai better, so I'm taking Makai. Okay, that's... No, I'm not going to do that. Jedrick Wills. Uh, <laughs> Mike, why Jed- would you do that? That's so rude. Jedrick Wills uh, was so good for the Browns last year. He plays left, which obviously I, I've worked on the right. I would have sure respected it, but, you know. Yeah, uh, so, so two 2020 NFL draft rookies, two rising 22-year-olds. Uh, certainly, Makai, uh, the, the ceiling is, is tremendous. Love Makai. Do think that what Wills and Wirfs did as a rookie is measurably better than what Makai did as a rookie. Think Makai could very well pass Wills. Uh, of course, this season, the next season, totally would, would hear that argument. Um, but Wills, especially with, with, with Callahan there and, and a really good infrastructure in Cleveland, just looked so, so, so good. Uh, and so now, officially, we can... We're not competing against each other anymore. Right. We're just filling out the rest of our spots. So, uh, the we'll we'll talk about the quarterback room because uh, Trev took Lamar Jackson, which means that I'm, uh, you know, uh, kind of stuck throwing a, a bit of a dart, uh, taking a bit of a gamble. The best one to me is clearly Justin Herbert. Uh, you have Daniel Jones. You have Kyler Murray from the 2019 class. If you want to get uh, a little bit more experience, I'm not the biggest Kyler Murray fan. Uh, just think he's a, a a little bit of a limited player in terms of his ceiling, doesn't like to throw in the middle of the field, not really good managing a pocket. Uh, what we saw from Justin Herbert was really, really exciting as a rookie. I'm worried about a sophomore slump. Uh, I'm worried about some of that third down regression, some of that big play regression coming to hit him. Um, but from what I've seen from the size, from the arm talent, uh, a, a Josh Allen-like arc, a Josh Allen-like effect on, on a team is very possible. Uh, so I'll take Justin Herbert to play quarterback for me. Okay. I'll go offensive tackles since you just finish out your offensive tackles. I'll just go boom, boom here. Uh, I'm going to go with Makai Becton and Isaiah Wynn. Those are the two offensive tackles that I'm going to go with. This is the order that I believed we would have offensive tackles. If you were taking the first two of the bunch, you were going with Jedrick Willis and Tristan Wirth, probably. Even I would have done that. But I was fully comfortable taking that. 
what I would call a second tier, which is a pretty damn good second tier of under 25 offensive tackles in Mekhi Becton and Isaiah Witt. So uh, I'll round out my tackles there with those two guys. Oh, so many good running backs to choose from. Uh, with Saquon Barkley off the board, I'm pretty much largely focusing on the, the 2020 class. Jonathan Taylor, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, J.K. Dobbins, uh, all available to me. Antonio Gibson is as well, and I really think Gibson's going to have a nice season for Washington coming up, so I'm yeah. tempted sure. uh, uh, to make that bold pick. However, I think probably the most responsible selection is, is Jonathan Taylor, who just looked really, really strong coming down the stretch. Obviously has the NFL frame that you expected. Uh, I'd love for this to be Dobbins as well, and I think if they were drafted to the other teams this pick probably would be Dobbins because we would have seen more of him and been a little bit more confident in him in terms of a traditional running back look and traditional running sets and what have you uh so it's still think Dobbins a great player uh still think Edwards Hilaire is going to be really good for the Chiefs as well but Taylor especially with what he's able to do as a pass catcher uh which you didn't necessarily expect coming out of Wisconsin uh I like for my team so I'll take JT uh I still want to figure you know what, out you know what I'm, I'm I'm still mad about with Jonathan Taylor you know like people people ask us sometimes hey what are some like scouting regrets or like it, did you did you see this guy correctly and you didn't Jonathan Taylor will forever haunt me because for the entire process I had Jonathan Taylor RB1 and I just like continue to say he's RB1 I'm not overthinking this I'm not overthinking this September October November December January February I was just like Jonathan Taylor is RB1 and then I listened to other people talk about other running backs. And it was a great running back you class. Never, you should never listen to others. And I ended up having Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I can't remember what he was. I think I ended up, I, I put Clyde Edwards-Elayer at RB1. I think I put Taylor at RB2. Or I might have put Dobbins at RB2 and Taylor at RB3. And I was just like, I, I look back on it now and I'm like, God, I'm just so mad. <laughs> I'm just, I, I should have just stuck with my guns because I Taylor was just, he was always going to be good. He was always going to be good. He had everything you wanted from a running back. So yeah, that's a little scouting uh, lesson that I learned recently. Just trust your gut. All right. I'll trust my gut to take Jonathan Taylor. Uh was and that your, then my oh yeah you have another pick. no I also have my tight end spot which is going to be Noah fans previously discussed very good ball player uh, <laughs> as this I I'm not going to provide any analysis because you already did a bit about what my analysis is going to be and that's exactly what it is going to be he's a seam runner he's explosive he's a good receiver he's a better he's a better uh, he's a better blocker than people realize <laughs> shut up Trevor uh, interior offensive line uh. I'm going to go with Damian Lewis and Nate Davis as my two interior offensive linemen. Lewis played those center. The, a little those bit. were the two. Dame Lucan. Those yeah. were the two on my board. And I was, I, I, I probably want Nate Davis more than Ezra Cleveland. I just wanted to take Ezra Cleveland because I wasn't sure if you would take Nate Davis. Uh, no. Yeah. I, I yeah, I was going to take once you put those guys on the board, I was like, all right, uh, Lewis can play center for me. Nate Davis can play guard, obviously, and so I, I'm I for as behind the eight ball as I was with you picking Eric McCoy, you then getting Michael and Wainu and getting Tristan Wirfs. I'm fine with this second tier offensive line that I have here. I'm 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 very okay with this. So yeah, I'm happy that you are. That makes me glad. Are you? Yeah, I want the best for you. Wow, thanks. Only if it comes at your detriment, though. That's I don't know if those. I think those are conflicting designs. <laughs> don't. Don't think that's how that works. Okay. 
you have four picks remaining. You have two interior defensive yes. line spots, one flex offensive spot, and then a safety spot. Yeah, okay. My safety spot is definitely Darnell Savage. Uh, rising yeah. 24-year-old. I think Antoine Winfield's great, and I think if Antoine Winfield pans out, he'll become what Darnell Savage is. Uh, highly explosive player, able to play over the nickel as well, which is very exciting for me. It was my contingency plan if I wasn't able to secure Denzel Ward, which I did, which is awesome. Uh, still very interested to hear who you take at corner. you got it's two or your three spots left. Um, I'm, fine. I'm, fine with, I'm, fi- I'm fine with my corner picks. Yeah. Savage and Chin can both play deep, uh, but also are both successful box players. So now I can be pretty versatile with my defensive or with my, my defensive backfield, which is nice. Uh, and then I'm still debating my interior defensive lines. Like I said, I, I, there was some depth there that I, I, I got to chunk through. And so I'm just going to take my third receiver. Uh, not going to take a second running back. Not going to take a second tight end, which would be like TJ Hawkinson or JK Dobbins. I don't think either player is, is necessary to grab for my team construction. Instead, I'm going to take uh, a, the best DJ receiver taken in DJ Chark. Uh, <laughs> okay. You don't believe that. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I just yeah. needed to make that very clear. <laughs> no, no, no. But Chark, uh, I, I really like the idea of being able to play Chark on the opposite side of Metcalf. Now I have two very dangerous nine ball runners on the outside. I'm going to be able to stretch you vertically very well. And I have Justin Herbert who obviously is a freaking rocket. So I'm going to be able to throw the ball deep down the field. My offensive line is obviously a lot better than Trev's on. So I'm going to be able to pass protect as well. It's not a uh, lot better. It's fine. Yeah. Noah Fant is my seam runner. Then CD lamb can be out underneath separator. And I think that's going to be really, really nice construction. So uh, there were a couple other receivers that I was willing to look at, but I think Chark makes sense for my roster construction uh, and he makes sense for my flex. Okay. So you only have two interior defensive line spots, right? Yes, okay. you have uh, edge I have, and two. Spots. Yeah, I have I have two corner spots. I'll go with my two corners here. Um, my two corners will be Legarius Sneed, who I think had a really fantastic year last He's year, on my board. and then Sean Murphy Bunting, who has been up and down over the course of his two years in the NFL, but I think really played well at the end of the 2019 season uh, as mainly a nickel corner, and then he was. Moving in and out, and he's played a variety of different spots. He played some on the outside as well, and I think that he is getting much better the more confidence that he gets. I really like kind of how he's played into his mold. Carlton Davis, clearly the better corner on that team, is the more short, shutdown guy. I was wondering if you were going to take Carlton. Like, I thought you were, when you said that you were going corner, boom, boom, I thought you were going Jair and Denzel Ward, like, immediately, and I was going to go, oh, shoot. I can get Carlton like way later. And then you I love Carlton Davis so much. He's yeah. so no, good. Carlton's fantastic, but I do think the Sean Murphy Bunting has, has come a long way and has been playing really well. So obviously two young guys, it's not the corners that you have, but very happy with the up and coming players of Legarius Sneed and Sean Murphy Bunting to round up my corner room. Interior defensive line for me. Uh as I said, better depth here than I think is it was allowed for. Uh Raquan Davis for the Dolphins last year as a rookie was nuts. Javon Kinlaw for the Niners last year as a rookie was tremendous. I'm not taking either player. Would have been comfortable taking either player. Uh, as it is, I get to go Dexter Lawrence of the Giants and Deron Payne of the Washington football team. Uh, Dexter Lawrence played the nose for them uh, behind Dalvin Tomlinson, who they were comfortable letting walk because of what Dexter Lawrence is, has been able to do for them as a young player. Uh Lawrence is not just a two-gapper, though. Uh, He is a much better pass rusher in the league than I think was afforded to him coming out of Clemson. He's been very good pushing the pocket. Four sacks last season, had 10 quarterback hits, which is really good numbers for a guy who plays exclusively on the interior. 
and doesn't get uh, uh you know some of the the, the three technique reps and the wider reps some of the versatility stuff there so very much like the ability to get Dexter Lawrence and then Deron Payne, who is the straw that stirs the drink there in, in Washington, uh, took uh, snaps away from Matt Ioannidis, extremely good player on the interior, Go even going into last season. And obviously Ioannidis had the injury this past season. Uh, he's my two gapper. He's going to be my nose. And then Lawrence is going to be able to play more of my, my three deck spot, more of my under deck spot. Uh going to be very very strong against the run which was a priority for me because i went light at at edge and i went light on the on the linebacker core as well uh so i want to make sure i could two gap only have two linebackers and i can do that with my guys so i'm happy uh deron Payne was the guy who in the middle of the podcast i figured out was under 25 yeah i didn't know that he was under 25 going into it and so he was the guy that i was like ooh, because i thought about it. it now that it put his it, when you put his name into the conversation it was like do i really need to take Quentin williams and jeffrey simmons as early as i did I ended up still opting for that because I love those two players and I think their talent is immense. I only have one spot left. It's my edge spot. I have Nick Bosa, who I picked very, very early. Uh, and I'm going to pick Josh Allen, pass yep. rusher from Kentucky. Ten and a half sack season his rookie year. Did not play as much uh, last year because of injury, but even when he was on the field, I thought he was fine. Obviously, the Jaguars were absolutely god-awful, so it, it's it, it's not like... They had a ton of talent around to really help him out. So I am fully happy and comfortable with getting Nick Bosa and Josh Allen on opposite sides of the edge, which finishes exercise for us. On my squad, my quarterback is Lamar Jackson. Running back is Saquon Barkley. Wide receivers, I have A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson, and D.J. Moore. Tight end, Kyle Pitts. Offensive tackles, Mekhi Becton, Isaiah Wynn. Interior offensive lineman, Chris Lindstrom, Damian Lewis, and Nate Davis. Interior defensive line, Quinnen Williams and Jeffrey Simmons. Edge rushers, Nick Bosa, Josh Allen. Linebackers, Fred Warner, Devin White. That's a solid box, baby. Uh, The defensive back group at nickel, I have Chauncey Garner-Johnson. Corners on the outside, I got LeJarrius Sneed, Sean Murphy-Bunting. And then my safeties, got two Titans in Minka Fitzpatrick and Jesse Bates. For Ben's squad, is led by Justin Herbert at quarterback, Jonathan Taylor at running back, DK Metcalf. CD Lamb and DJ Chark at wide receiver. We're going, we're going deep, baby. Justin Herbert, yes, just Justin Herbert, seven step dropping, and he's like firing that bad boy it, vertical. Uh, Noah Fant also continues that trend at tight end, just to be an extremely vertical offense. He's got the offensive line to block for him, and by time he's got Jedrick Willis, Tristan Wirfs, uh, Eric McCoy, Michael and Winu, and Ezra Cleveland on defense. Interior defensive lineman Dexter Lawrence and Deron Payne. Edge rushers Chase Young and Brian Burns. Linebackers Tremaine Edmonds and Roquan Smith. Corners, Denzel Ward, Jair Alexander, and Carlton Davis give you a shutdown group. And then Jeremy Chin and Darnell Savage as your safeties. That was fun. Yeah, I had eight players highlighted as must-gets, and I got six of them. Who were the two that you did not get? Lamar Jackson and Fred Warner. If I went first, it was Lamar. Yep. Right, and you you went first and whatever. And then if you had not taken Fred Warner after, well, like I went yeah, I had to, because I, I had Jair to. and Carlton as as my two as two of my highlight guys, took them both. Mm. You then took Nick Bosa, who wasn't a highlight for me, and then Fred Warner, who was. And if you had not taken Fred Warner, my next round would have been Denzel Ward and Fred Warner. My my strategy was a little bit different as it went out because on my big board I had I actually had Michael and Wayne third. Because I he he's clearly the best interior offensive lineman that you could have chosen. And so I was like, okay, I have to jump on him. But 
when it came to me being on the clock, especially after you picked those two corners, I knew I had to get Nick Bosa and Fred Warner. Like I just like I, I had to get those two dudes, even with Edge being as deep as it was and me being able to wait until the last round to round it out. Those are two players that I knew I had to get. And then I just like waited on Michael and Winning. So I kind of abandoned my my strategy a little bit on in interior offensive linemen, but I'm okay with it because I feel like I was able to get the uh top tier talent advantage on you in a couple yeah. of different spots. Oh, I can't wait to just watch Justin Herbert sitting behind Jedrick Wills and Tristan Wirfs waiting for DK Metcalf and DJ Chark to get 50 yards down the field, buddy. Yeah. Three play drives. Well, three plays. I'm 78 yards. Look, I, I don't think my corners can, uh, I don't think my corners can really keep up with those guys, but I have two phenomenal rangy deep safeties. So I think that we're doing okay keeping a cap on them. Yeah. And then look for as good as your offensive line is. Quentin Williams, Jeffrey Simmons, Nick Bosa, Josh Allen, Devin White coming up the middle. I'm just saying. Solid. I'm just Acceptable. Saying. That was a lot of fun. I, I I always enjoy that exercise. We're going to keep the mock draft Monday train going throughout the entire season. season off season is what I should say. Even as we get into summer scouting, I'd like to keep doing as many mock draft Monday formats as we possibly can. If you guys have some ideas of what you would love to hear Ben and I mock draft against each other, we try to keep it more football based because we try to we, we like to do four days of at least football before we get to the craziness zaniness and we like to do the description of our podcast <laughs> we, sometimes. We do of Fan Friday. But if you guys ever have any suggestions of things that you would like to see us mock draft, fired our way at Tampa Bay Trey at Benjamin Solak uh, on on Twitter. Make sure you're getting in on the Fan Friday questionnaires as well. That's where you can find them as well as you can find it. On Instagram, at Tampa Bay Trey. Ben does not have an Instagram. So if you're on Instagram and you want to send it to Ben, I don't know what to tell you. He's living, he, he's, he's, living a, he's living a better life than we are. He is more socially unplugged. He has he is quite literally gone fishing. Yes. What are you doing? We got another podcast coming up for you in the middle of the week on Wednesday. Until then, you guys keep it locked right here on Lockdown NFL Draft.